0: Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 57 of the Questions podcast. We are continuing to exercise social distancing. So whatever you do, don't be friendly. That's called
1: cold-blooded love. Which, it's really hard to convey a spiritual minty
0: freshness, but you can still do this. Yes. It kind of is like cold-blooded love. Don't come near me. Exactly. I love you, but don't come near me. Stop. Stop. In the name of love. Before you break my heart. That's right. Think me over. Before you give me the coronavirus.
1: Stop. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Hey,
1: Miles. Hey, Mark. You want you want to come over? I got a case of corona. <laughs> it doesn't quite
0: mean the same thing. It's anymore. a little different, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's not, just
1: not a great party. <laughs> you know that's going to be like a party invitation card one of these days. Yeah. Yeah. Corona Hallmark.
0: party. Hallmark. Yeah. Corona party. Yeah. Crazy. It is Crazy. Yeah. Coronavirus apocalypse 2020.
1: You know, it's got to be really weird. Hmm. The apocalypse in Florida. Like uh, spring break apocalypse. Well, I'm just saying, like everything weird happens, or a lot oh, of stuff weird everything. happens in Florida. It's got to go true. totally, be at a totally different level.
0: Right. Yeah. Things are a little crazy, a little tense. It, it does have that feeling of tense, tension. Are you tense? No, not at all. I'm kind of having fun. Yeah, no, I'm enjoying it so far. I mean, I mean it is it is kind of like a forced sabbatical.
1: I mean, I don't like to hear about people getting sick right, or, of course. or dying. No. Uh, even though that happens every day, let's be do real you, honest.
0: Do you know anybody with a confirmed case of coronavirus? No. I have a cousin who's confirmed case of coronavirus. He's doing fine. Good. Yeah. Glad to hear it. But he's, he's younger, youngish. He's in his 30s. He's doing okay. Yeah. He's very physically fit. So, yeah. I think, yeah. Although, uh, there, you know, there's some people who got it. It's no good.
1: No bueno. I, to be, I mean, I don't want to be, well, I guess I am Susie Sunshine, so to speak, but
0: I'm seeing a lot of really cool things coming out of this. Well, that was kind of my thought before the broadcast today. What are some good things that are coming out of coronavirus? I see
1: the church, our church, in yeah. a big way, stepping up to help one another out. Absolutely. Um, I think uh, being a light and a witness as far as what it is to uh, stay positive, and I don't mean positive in a false way, but uh, stay positive in that, hey, Jesus wins. We're good. We're covered. Right. And um, there's a confidence there that you just can't hide uh, if you're walking with the Lord.
0: Yeah, I think that That's been there's cool. a lot of people inviting people to online church. More so than they would typically invite people to come to regular church, which is interesting. So we have, we have people tuning in that normally would not be on, uh, at church otherwise. So maybe there's an evangelistic opportunity. Yeah. Well, like,
1: like you know, we've been talking, in, even in the offices, I want to be spiritual entrepreneurs.
0: I want right. to be like the next Google or Facebook or Apple of church. I read an article this last week that mm-hmm. church, you know, big C church, church broke the internet on sunday we're so good at busting stuff yeah because so many people were going to church online that it like slowed down the internet that's fantastic. i think that's kind of cool well we were having a little you know buffeting thing going on here buffering, a little bit huh? buffering, buffering. Buffeting. Warren, yeah, some buffering warren part. buffett had nothing to do with it our live stream was saying hey the internet's slow buffering because you, i got i got a little reasoning.
1: warren buffett fact for you
0: what's that do you
1: know that in his
0: portfolio is a large chunk of c's candy
1: He is the majority stakeholder, I think. I am always about a big chunk of C's candy. In fact, I think
0: I want to say that C's candy is a Berkshire Hathaway company. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else he's got a big, huge stake in? What? Coca-Cola. Really? Yeah. Apparently, Warren Buffett likes to bank in those things that he knows are sure bets. And candy and Coca-Cola are sure bets. There's no strangers in his portfolio. Yeah. He really likes Diet Coke, I'm told. Really? Yeah. Well, you're drinking a Diet Coke. I am drinking a Diet Coke. Yeah, I'm drinking a, uh, boy, we've fallen
1: on hard times here. He's smart and final water.
0: Yeah, we don't have the Kirkland brand water because they're limiting you to one 35-pack.
1: Actually, I was in there yesterday
0: uh-huh. Uh huh. doing some shopping for somebody. You picked up some groceries for me. Oh, that's right. It was very sure. kind of I you. I am like a person, anytime, you know, I'm there for you, My bro. personal shopper, Mark mm-hmm. Childers. So you were saying? Well, you were stranded. You had children. I did. I, I was doing homeschool with the kids while Andrea was at work. That's so awesome. Yeah,
1: But anyway, uh, no, It was uh, you could get five flats of the Kirkland water or one flat of the Arrowhead. Wait, are you a uh, flip-flop? No. Oh, really? No, you can get five if you wanted. I got two of each, One some for my mom. Because when me. I was
0: in there like five days before you were in there, um, there were some people in front of me, and he went to put a second thing of Kirkland water in his uh, cart, and the, the uh, Kirkland lady, she scolded him. Nope, only one for you. No water for you. No soup for you.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. No, no, it it switches around just with the supply, but I'm not hoarding. That's just our normal deal. So Yeah.
0: um, I mean, the faucet still works. I can drink
1: water out of the faucet. Yeah, well, I get it for my parents usually because Ah, they will drink. My dad has to drink a certain amount of water every day, and it's really easier for him to meter that. Yeah, exactly. You You can tell. 16 ounces at a time. There you go. There you go. go. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. Was
0: there toilet paper?
1: not at costco but i was just at walmart and uh-huh. i was doing a little shopping for some people that were um uh they're Indeed. on a few years and they're they're got some respiratory issues and so they'd asked if we do a little shopping and we have some people that are helping us so i went out to help uh do some shopping at the the wally world at
0: walmart yeah and they had toilet paper for days well there you go so and eggs so we're good Eggs and toilet paper and all the the essentials. Did they have Did they have dried beans? Because you know, I know there was a run on the beans for a little while. Beans I, and rice. I didn't look because I
1: normally don't eat beans and rice anyway. Yeah. I love them, but yeah. they're they're not particularly the greatest thing in the world for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, they, they they I didn't look, but boy, if you want junk food, I mean, I could have bought five thousand bags of Oreos today. Oreos
0: I mean, Oreos are in high demand. Oh, they were. I read a there great was article. Oreos a plenty. I read a great article the other day that was saying that. Um, you know, there's been this big push on like Whole Foods type stuff for the last several years. You know, yeah, quinoa. But they had plenty of that stuff in the stores, but people were buying out the the junk food. So I, I think there's been a big switch to uh, junk food.
1: Eat, drink for tomorrow we die?
0: Yeah, and then there's a number of stores that have been rejecting people trying to use their own reusable shopping bags. I can't wait. We've been told for a long time, you you must use your reusable shopping bags and... You know, here in the state of California, they've been charging us for bags. Yes, they, they have. They still bags. do. Well, some stores are uh, going back on that currently because they don't want you to use your reusable bags. Right. If you bring your bags into the store, they make they you see. bag your own groceries. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And which
1: makes sense. Right. I mean, you know, as Rosanna, Rosanna Danowitz said, you don't know where it's been. Uh-huh. So I, yeah. So when are they going to overturn that lame law? Probably won't. Hmm. that's the governor's fault. In fact, I think, I think, my, was here's it this my governor. Co- I
0: think it was the last governor. No. Uh, cons- Jerry Brown.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, he was Moon Unit Brown or whatever they call him. Yeah, it, I was Beam not Brown. alive for yeah, that. I, I was, was version
0: 1.0. So what I'm
1: thinking uh-huh. is everybody's got a conspiracy theory about coronavirus. I'm going to say it's from reusable shopping bags. That's what I'm going to say.
0: That that's was the conspiracy?
1: Yeah, that, it, it, that's where it's all coming from.
0: I think it's coming from the toilet paper manufacturers. You think so? Yeah, they just wanted to sell toilet paper.
1: I still can't figure that one out.
0: It is. I I think it just makes people feel somewhat in control. There's something small I'm controlling. Because they feel out of control right now. Yeah, but why couldn't it have been like a box of Hershey
1: bars or something?
0: Yeah, Yeah, you know, Hershey's marketing division, they probably should have gotten on that a little sooner.
1: Uh, I did walk by a big old mountain of those Reese's eggs. Oh. I didn't do it, bro. Did you pass? Well, yeah, I mean, for you and I good. I mean, you know, we've know. been
0: social distancing, sitting inside. I mean, I was telling Andrea, this is like Christmas 2.0, so I'm just going to eat junk food. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, you know a lot of people are. She
0: said, "I think that's a bad idea." I have been She's probably right. She's riding
1: smart. my bike like a crazy man. But I mean, I mean, like Nick Burt, he sent me this picture of Batman. Look what happened to Batman. Batman got a little bit uh, heavy. I mean, that's a 500-pound
0: Batman there. Well, he hasn't been able to
1: go to the gym and work out. A problem. He's cape, though.
0: Yeah. He's sporting a cape. We're good. Yeah. Um, well, let's, let's go to our news segment here. Are you ready? I am so ready. In the, In the news. news um, again, I, I tried to find some stories that were non-coronavirus stories, and there's none. Lots of luck. There are none of those, uh, but I did come across this one: coronavirus cabin fever can be dangerous. Psychologist <laughs> warned. Mm-hmm. When we're stressed, we feel trapped, conflicted. Oh, a conflict likely to increase. So we need to be on on guard because <laughs> there could be some coronavirus conflict. Ooh, and feeling stressed and trapped and coronavirus cabin fever, 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 not fever, fever. So uh, have you been feeling any coronavirus cabin fever? Feeling like you're stuck at home, can't go out? Well, my wife says I'm really
1: bad at quarantining.
0: You know, I'm kind of feeling that way too. I didn't realize, I was telling Andrea this the other night, that I always thought I was somewhat lean toward the introvert side. Mm -hmm. But I'm realizing that I I really do like interaction with people. Yeah. Because by like 10 o'clock at night when I've had no interaction with people, I'm looking around like, who can I talk to? I need somebody to talk to. You should call. I was at, well. You
1: know, we were you up that like you go to bed earlier. Uh, I I went to bed at eleven thirty last night. Oh goodness gracious! We are watching movies.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that um, I think there's a lot of Netflix watching, movie watching going on right now.
1: So it's it is kind of crazy. I mean, I ride my bike. I try to ride it twice a week. Right. Uh huh.
0: I I've ridden it like
1: five times this week. Five times. And then uh, you
0: better watch out. The uh, the quarantine police. They might get you. You know what? Huh. I want to be the guy. I want to.
1: Really? I want to be the guy that they have three helicopters chasing for a guy riding his mountain. I don't bike. think you're that fast. I want to be on. No, I mean it's. They're still going to have to catch me. Mm-hmm. You know what? And I'm. I'm gonna yell. I'm, oh yeah, I'm gonna be on the ground. I'm gonna be yelling. It's gonna be great. For, <laughs> it's funny. I'm riding down the trail. I, I will bail you out oh, if oh, that thank happens. You, thank you.
0: I, I, Just I, I, I was fun. rolling
1: down the trail yesterday and and uh, some guys gave me the look like you lawbreaker because they were breaking the law too. Mm. And and I yelled, Free James Brown, and they looked at me because they were millennials.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: And the guys with me go, they have no idea what is what is that who mean? James Brown is. I
0: don't know what that means.
1: And and so Did you we had that? he we said had something chuckle. brown. But they probably went home and, and Googled the godfather of souls, soul brother number one.
0: Oh, well, maybe so maybe so I was felt so good. Have you seen any worthwhile news to, to think about, to talk about? Well, it's all kind of bad. Like
1: it's either bad mouthing El Presidente, which I'm not into. Um, you know, somebody died. Um, some taxpayers won't get a stimulus check. Mass job losses, corona this, corona that. I mean, there was one. Cats and dogs living together. uh, Yeah. I mean, there was one in Florida where um, there was a guy and a gal who were married, and supposedly he was worth millions. Uh Uh-huh. And it turns out he had no money at all. He had lied to her. Oh, he told her he was worth millions. Yes. And when she found out the truth, she called it on him. So you know what he did? Huh? He killed her. What? Yeah. That's Florida. killed her. And I'm like, that's not a happy news report.
0: No, it's not. There, there's really not any. I've been trying to find some happy news. We need to make up some happy news. Because all of it's fake news anyway. So if we just make our own fake news. I will tell you this. People on the trail have been very courteous, very friendly. Um, you know, there's a we, lot of walkers in my neighborhood right now. And mm-hmm. they're all very kind. They maintain their social distance. They, they stay away. They, but they say hello. So have been kind of at a distance saying hi to my neighbors. So, which I encourage everybody, say hi to your neighbors at a distance. So we were, I was hanging at the top of the trail just before we're going to make our descent for the last descent
1: there. And it was with, you know, four guys there. And, but we were all spread out and there was a couple of guys coming up the hill and they kind of gave us a look like, hey, what's going on? Right. Other mountain bikers. Mm-hmm. And I said, don't worry, keep six feet and you
0: will not catch morbid obesity. <laughs> <laughs> and would it, you consider yourself a germ freak? No, no, but I I was kind of thinking that, well, they just,
1: they just took one look at me and my stretchy pants and they, they started laughing. I don't know why. I, uh,
0: I've been thinking that for the people who are germ freaks, this is probably the greatest thing ever because everybody's telling you to wash your hands and don't touch, don't touch me. Don't shake hands. Don't hug me. No, yeah. So it's like for the people who are kind of like the hand washer germ freaks, they probably love this. The introverts, this is like introvert holiday. Well, think about the nerds. What about the nerds? It's like heaven for them. No
1: social interaction. Uh huh. No sports. Yeah. I mean, they're they're cooped up. They can't,
0: and, and they're fine. And there's a there's a number of uh, articles coming out that we're probably likely to have a baby boom in nine ten months. Oh yeah. So we're gonna have to build out the nursery if we can ever meet again as a church. But yeah, we'll have a. Uh, they're calling them coronials. Coronials? instead Ooh, of millennials. Coronials. I like it. There's gonna be some some coronials that come out of this. Whole thing, well, my wife said she wants a coronial. I said no, 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 help me don't play. You know what? (laughs) We got four.
1: I am. I'm officially a grandfather. You you two days ago. That's that's right. right. Little baby Colby, right? Colby eight. What little baby? I don't know. She was eight pounds, good size, four ounces. Well, that's like the whopper of the week.
0: Bigger than all of my four kids. Yeah. Although I'd I'd like to catch a link cod that big. You know. Yeah. 8.4, 8.4, you said? Yeah, 8 wow. eight pounds, 4 ounces. And mom and baby are healthy and happy? Everybody's doing good. Did groovy. they go home from the hospital? No, they had to be there for three days because uh. it, there was
1: a few complications, oh, but no. they turned out to be All everything good. good, but they're super. just letting everything chill. Yeah. And uh, it's cool because my son has a whole month off. That's great. Uh, to hang out because he's uh, the way he worked. To his, leave. No, actually, it's just the way he worked his shifts and oh. his schedule, so
0: it worked out. So, uh, yeah, so that's, oh, that's super cool. That's great. Congratulations to... Mama and Daddy.
1: Yeah. It, a new know, it,
0: children's baby. Yeah, it's really,
1: really cool. And you know, it's really interesting. I've been having some your conversations. Your firstborn
0: has carried on the family name. No. Yeah, your is firstborn. It, it's a, a girl. Well, yeah, kind of, sort of. Well, it's all good. I'm not sweating it. It's all good. Maybe, maybe Grace will bring home the goods. There you go. A boy. A male child that brings on the children's name. Yeah. Since your brother's totally drunk. So we're just going to tell Garrett we're not going to name it Hatch or what? Uh, thing yeah we're all screwed up. Foiled there. again.
1: Maybe we can hyphenate it. I have two I, Childers hatch. Well, see the oh, check this out. Yeah, so the other grandpa. Yeah, um, my son's father-in-law is also named Mark. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, he let me know kind of like, "Hey, who's going to be Grandpa Mark?" And I said, "You can take Grandpa Mark." And He's like, "Really?" I go, "Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be Grandpa Awesome."
0: Yeah, so I, I'm I fine. think they should call you the German Grandpa, Opa, Opa, Opa. Yeah. The Filipinos have a word that's kind of like that too. Yeah. Yeah. That means like grandpa. Grandma and grandpa in Germany. It's oma and opa. Very cool. Opa. Very cool.
1: So, yeah, I am. I, uh, and I have to say, people. That's asking. newsworthy. That's yes, good news. That's good news. There's a
0: new Childers in town.
1: Right. And then, you know, some other great things. It's it's great. You know, all... I like that Colby
0: Childers. Col- CC. Ooh, yeah. That's great. Colby K. Mm.
1: Sound like a rapper, maybe. Right on. I don't know, but it's been really cool. People ask about the kids, and you know what? Everybody's doing good, and every one of my children in their jobs have been miraculously um, no problems, no issues. Everybody's working and they doing are great. essential. That's why. Is that what it is? I think so. I think yeah. I, I want to explore this whole you know camp of the Goshens thing and everything. They're really I feel they're being protected.
0: There so, you go. It's been really cool. So just honor the Lord. You're groovy. Go well to our listeners, all four of you. Um if you come up with any good news stories you can send them along to us so we can bring them up on the news show cuz I'm having a hard time finding good news. So send us some good news. It's 760-814-1223. You can text them. Right. And uh maybe maybe we'll put it on the uh, the questions podcast but
1: maybe, yeah. maybe this is all just just so that the good news of Jesus Christ will stand out. Maybe that's it. There you go. Everything looks bleak.
0: I, I think there's some good things that are going to come out of this.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really, I'm super encouraged by the way the church has been responding right. to one another, uh, I think, uh, to the mission of Cross Connection in general.
0: Life in Connection is happening, even yeah. if it's at a distance. Right. People are calling one another, checking in on each other, praying for each other. If you have a prayer request, you can email your prayer request to prayer at lifeinconnection.com, and uh, we'll be praying for you.
1: Yeah. And every night at 7 o'clock to the prayer chain, mm-hmm. and you can get on that. You can sign for that up uh, on uh, through our website, correct? I think You're so. On the prayer chain,
0: yeah. Probably. Um, if not, we'll make that happen.
1: You can pray along with us for those prayer requests, and it's been really cool. We've got, I think, about 20-plus people that are on the prayer chain already praying You know, whenever they're up, so 24-7, I hope. Keep
0: those emails coming in, and every time we get that prayer mail, we'll... You've got mail. There we go. All right. Right. So cool. And didn't a crazy amount of people listen to the service this weekend? Yeah. Well, you know, it's hard to tell these analytics, but we do know that we had a lot of people watching live with us at 9 o'clock and 1045 and 1230, and we'll do that again this Sunday. And, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. And if you are watching with us, take a picture, post it on social media, whichever flavor of social media you like. If you are a Snapchatter or an Instagrammer or a Facebooker, and if you've got one of those MySpace accounts still, you could probably even take that out of the dusty old mothballs and hashtag life in connection. I think that's what the Russian spies are using to communicate. MySpace, MySpace yeah, yeah. they'll be safe there. Yeah. So post a picture of you watching along the live stream, live stream, and uh, hashtag it with life in connection. Hashtag life in connection, and we we want to check it. We want to see. You see that cool car on the back there? Oh Lord, Is that a Cobra. No, that Body. is a Porsche 550 Spider, and it's. He's got it on the, oh, he's I, doing a little remodel on that. I, so No, sucker. no,
1: he's just got the doors off it. That's a complete car. That's how that car came. No, a- no, I'm right?
0: just saying, like, he's got it on oh. the, he's ready to, ready to do some coronavirus, uh, re, uh, what do you call it, restoration there. Yeah, that's most likely one of
1: the remakes of it. Yeah. They're a very rare car, especially the fact that he painted it a blue that they never painted them, but still a fun car. The Beck 550 Spider. Yep. There you go. Which is a takeoff. I
0: saw you kind of perk up. Well, it's supposed to be a Porsche, by. and I'm an old yeah, Porsche guy. That's very cool. All right. So, um, should we do some questions on the questions podcast? I think that's why
1: the people are here listening. I hope so. I hope they're here. Listening
0: no. intently. So
1: shut off your vacuum cleaner and listen. Here Question
0: we go. numero uno. This is a long one.
1: Yeah. If we desire to make wise decisions and live and by we do. wisdom. We do like we do. that. Yeah. The sources of information we receive are vital to mm. living in wisdom. Agreed. Very um, agreed. I'll give you an amen on that. You spoke about having a media fast. Amen. And social media, both good ideas. Fasting from those. Um, are there also practical ways that people can learn how to discern what resources of news and information are reliable
0: in the midst of all the fake news?
1: Yes. Um, how can they learn to ignore false reports and follow reliable sources? Uh, when you read news, what questions go through your mind to lead you to determine whether this report is true or false?
0: That's a great question. It is
1: a good question. Yeah.
0: You have some immediate thoughts?
1: Yeah, a few things. Um, I think it's really easy if you're being, I call it spiritual critical thinking. Um, take a kind of a God's eye view at these things, and it's pretty easy to see if something's politically motivated or not. Um, I also encourage people to read the article in its entirety. Yeah, don't just read the headline, which a is A lot of times, that. particularly with our president lately, there's this really like tasty headline, this clickbait thing, and when you read down it and you start to read the information you go oh wow that that's just kind of a spin there you can see it pretty quickly and see through it and so um, another thing to know like when you read studies and things it's
0: really good who to know who commissioned the study
1: who's paying for the study because that's always important yeah i mean if i am an anti hunting group i'm not going to show hunting in a positive light right if i'm you know anti cow i'm not going to show cows in a or farmers in a positive light you have to be really careful. Or if I'm the other way around, I'm always a little suspect of people who are anti cow. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm never going to fund a study where I look bad. Are you?
0: No. Who pays for no.
1: a bad reputation?
0: Yeah, I am in total agreement. If you're if you're reading something that says research says, it's like okay, who commissioned the research? Where did it come from? Is always really important to consider that. Uh, reliable news sources. I think it's important just to recognize that the news that we get. We all basically know which side of the aisle it's coming from. Uh, if, you're, if you're on MSNBC, it's going to be a little bit left of center. If you're on Fox News, it's going to be a little bit right of center. Some people would say very far right or very far left of center. CNN, going to be a little bit left of center. ABC, all these different groups. So we kind of know already. So sometimes it's good to read both sides and say, try and find the middle in between the two of them. There's a website I like for news called Real Clear Politics and Real Real Clear News and Real Clear World and Real Clear, they have Real Clear everything, science, Real Clear Religion. And a lot of times they will put one news source will be like Wall Street Journal, which is a little bit right of center. Mm -hmm. And then right underneath it will be the New York Times, a little bit left of center. And they will report the exact same news story totally differently. So if Um, you read both of them, you go, oh, I kind of, I can read between the lines and hopefully get the facts so a lot of times I'm just looking for the facts and not just the editorializing because most of the news that we get from people today is editorial comment and not just facts.
1: Right. Well, I, I think it's kind of interesting that um, you remember when um, President Bush. I remember right? him. Bush number one or Bush number two? Well, I think it was numero dos because numero dos. Um, somehow he got blamed for the hurricane Katrina. Oh, I remember, I remember that. that. I
0: mean, yeah, it was 2005.
1: Yeah, and I, I and I just a little bit of critical thinking here. I mean, if a guy has the power to create a hurricane, I first of all, I wouldn't say anything bad about him. Actually, it was the
0: Russians that directed that hurricane, Is that right what into, it was? That's that's what I read. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. They have the power with the ionosphere to direct storms, and that's what they did. That's, that's what I read. That's why yeah.
1: you need an aluminum foil hat, right? That
0: is fake news, by the way. Yeah. Fake, so fake. Fake news.
1: So I think it's uh yeah, it's really important to to use your head.
0: Yes. Uh, but I will, going back to some of the what was in this, this uh, question, I am super pro media fast, social media fast. Might not be a bad idea during this pause, shall we call it, the coronavirus pause, to say, um, I am going to take a little bit of a fast, maybe in this period that we call Lent, right up until Easter, say, you know what? I'm just not going to listen to or read the news for a couple of weeks. I know that's going to freak some people out. But um, don't bury your head in the sand. I know. I'm. I'm going to say off the Instagram. Put the gram away. Put the gram Connie, away. Connie I'm going to say
1: by having your head fully immersed in media, you do have your head in the sand because you can't hear anything else,
0: and it makes it really hard to hear the Lord. And, and that is very true. And so um, I, I'll say this: if you're not going to fast from media, do not pick it up until like eleven in the morning, and then say you're only going to read it for thirty minutes. Right. People are slaves to their phones in this thing. I am sometimes.
1: Well, you know what I've done at my house to kind of like, because I, I, again, I, this stuff doesn't really sway me. So um, I'll just say, hey, everybody, nothing new today. It's the same thing as yesterday. They're just figuring out how to rehash it. So we don't have to worry about it. Let's do something else. And um, my wife has completely taken the news off of her phone. And, oh, yeah. Uh, If there's something, you know, if they come out with a cure for this thing, everybody's going to know it. Okay. So uh, stand by, you're going to be fine. Social media fast, put the gram away. Exactly. Um, do you ever watch Drudge or uh, read Drudge Report? Yeah. Is sometimes. that that's pretty right, pretty left? Pretty it's way. pretty right, pretty right, okay, pretty right
0: for the most part. Yeah, yeah. So like, Drudge Report would be pretty right. Huffington Post would be like pretty left. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's see, and uh, questions go through your mind, lead you to determine whether this is... Yeah, I think um, definitely praying before you do this,
0: and I I think just being really careful, not be emotional when you're reading these things. You can get led... If things are causing you anxiety and fear, you might want to set your mind on things above and recalibrate according to the news of heaven, as in the Bible. Right. Recalibrate. And I I was going to say, I know people who suffer
1: with anxiety... And sometimes some of those people I know that are are believers, and what's really helpful sometimes is to sit down and to recount all the things that God has done in your life. And some of them are blessings one by one. Amazing some of these things are amazingly amazing and miraculous, or some of these things are just simply the things that you God didn't give you that you found out later you didn't need anyway. All those things, if you really just, you know, set some stones of remembrance in your life where God's delivered you, and you go back to those things every once in a while, I think it's a re- really great place to be reassured of who's in charge and uh, you don't have to worry about this stuff. Recalibrate. There you go. I like that. What did that say in that baseball movie? Which Clear one? the mechanism.
0: Oh, yeah, that was the one with, um. for the love of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Costner. Costner. He likes baseball. I, I love that, though. Clear, I bumped into, Clear the mechanism. Bumped into Kevin Costner on State Street in Santa Barbara. Oh, really? About six Did months ago. Did you knock him over or what? No, we were walking down State Street right down by the pier. Uh, is it a pier? Yeah, right near the pier. And uh, I walked, you know, social distancing distance from him, about six feet away. And I looked over and went, hey, that's Kevin Costner. And he smiled at me and said, hey. And I kept walking. And I went, oh, wow, well, that was kind of a trip. Yeah. He lives in Montecito. Wow. That's like the ghetto of Santa Barbara, huh? It just kind of took me by surprise. I'm like, hey, it's Kevin Costner. Hey, cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I really liked you in that Dances with Wolves movie, you know? Yeah. I never saw it. (laughs) It's a long one. You know what? It's a great movie for coronavirus quarantine because it's long. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Tatanka. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I saw
1: some scenes of it. Okay. Okay. Number two. Can you reconcile? Worry is a form of Can you reconcile your checkbook? Yes, we no, can. number two. Can you reconcile? Worry is a... You're quoting I think. He's quoting me. Yeah. I think so. Worry is a form of meditation versus Jesus tells us not to worry. And so I, when I was listening to the sermon... You listened to it, I'm glad. I did. I always tried to. I, I mean, know, I 99, know. 99, I'm
0: probably about 99 out of 100 on the oh, sermon. Oh, that's good, that's good. But... Um, worry is a form of meditation. Right, you are being... I, what I th- What not, I think I said was, if you want to know how to meditate... If you know how to worry, you know how to meditate.
1: Right. And you were there was even a little bit of a facetious thing going on there later. It's like you weren't saying it was a good thing. no, no. You no, were no. just saying like
0: you're meditating in a bad way. Right, yes. Yeah, so yeah. If you can worry, then you can meditate. Because sometimes people say, well, I don't know how to meditate. No, you do. If you know how to worry, you know how to meditate. Because all worry is, is like deeply contemplating your problem, your issue, your thing, your coronavirus. There you go. And uh, if you've been thinking a lot about it and you've been reading everything, all the headlines, if you've been on the news reading all the things going on, then you've been kind of meditating upon the virus. Right.
1: And so people always use, also use the term ruminate. Ruminate. Keep chewing on it. And so you've had speak. another new term. Yeah, and marinate. And so, um, you know, I love to cook meat. No. no. Yes. Pray tell. Oh. And then... Um, you, you, my vegetarian friends, you just don't know what you are missing out on, really. But to have like, I made some good stuff last. Ma- night. Oh, you did, didn't you? Rotwurst. Oh, they were good. Yes, the it kids looked liked good. Them, the kids liked them. I had just climbed off my bike when I saw that picture, and I am like, I could, I, I wonder if he's at his mom's or his house. Because nope. if it's his mom's, and I saw smoke arising from the backyard, I was going to hop the fence. Nice, but anyway, uh, marinate, marinate, right? You it's marinate like, meat, kind of like meditate. Yeah, but you marinate meat and fish and different things. And the thing is, is the more you marinate something, the more it takes on the flavor of what it's sitting in. And I think your brain and your soul, your heart is the same thing. The more that you sit in something and marinate in it, the more that's going to get inside you a little bit and you're going to take on that flavor. So if you're marinating in things that are steeped in uh, angst, that's how you're going to be. If you marinate in things that are steeped in fear, you're going to be fearful. Uh, Some of that's just going to get into you a little bit. So knock it
0: off. Don't marinate. Meditate on those things which are lovely and true and noble and good. Philippians 4.8. Exactly. Think on these things. And the God of peace will be with you. Exactly. It's good.
1: There you go. You're going to taste. That's that's what you're going to taste like.
0: So, yeah. So, Jesus tells us not to worry, which means to take care for or be anxious for. And he gives us several things we ought not to be anxious for. What you're going to wear, what you're going to eat, where you're going to sleep. Because he says, after all these things, the unbelievers seek. But you have a heavenly father. So he reminds us, he's setting our minds on things above. There you go. So he's reminding us to meditate upon this. You have a heavenly father who knows the things that you have need of. And he's going to take care of you. So it's kind of like, hey, don't worry. Don't meditate. Don't think on these things. What am I going to wear? What am I going to eat? Where am I going to sleep? But instead... Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. That's a good memory verse for the week, by the way. Matthew six thirty three. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. There you go. Do you remember the song from Children's Ministry?
1: I remember. Seek ye first, first the kingdom of, of God, God and his righteousness. righteousness. We are terrible. There's no and wonder that we don't get
0: to lead worship. Yeah and <laughs> all these things shall will be, be added, added unto you. you what's the rest Hallelujah! Hallelujah! allelu something like that yeah
1: i always get the, the the words wrong yes and so
0: but that's okay that's in the b-i-b-l-e yes that's, that's the, book the book for, for me. me yes i stand alone on the word of god the b-i-b-l-e because hey. i am a c Oh, I'm no, I, I always, oh, man, <laughs> I like left the room when that one's going on. And I have C-H-R-I-S-T-N, my I didn't think Christian Turner felt about that when they were
1: singing that song. Yeah. It's like my daughter, Grace. Yep. She goes, you know, when you hear your name 12 times in a sermon, there's just something about that. I'm like, sorry, honey. We just like the way it sounded. I like Grace. Number three? Probably one of my favorite questions Oh yeah, here lately um, watching the live feed, just wanted to know: Has it ever been an inspiration of yours? Aspiration, aspiration. aspiration. Oh, okay, of yeah. yours, yeah.
0: Aspiration of yours to become a televangelist. Well, for whoever it was that sent in this question, you may not know this, but I have been on TV for many, many, many years. years. I just so happen to be on the craziest <laughs> channel around, the public access channel. Channel 18 on Cox, and I don't remember what channel for uh, yeah, it's like, Time Warner. Yeah. But yeah, we've been on TV for a long time, going back to when the previous pastor, Pastor Pat, was the pastor of this church. I mean, I don't know, mid-90s. So uh, so yeah, we. I've been a televangelist for a long time. Oh man, we could totally, we could set you up. Not really one of my aspirations, shall oh, we Oh, come on. <laughs> I
1: could see it right, hey Buddha, what do you do? <laughs> Man, we get him a white – we get some some white shoes and a white belt and get him a slick hairdo. I have white shoes and a white belt. We're going
0: to slick your hair back.
1: You're going to look like a Gavin
0: Newsom. No, but here's the best part of this. Oh, boy, televangelist. The person person who sent this question in, let me show you the picture that they sent along with this question. Let's see if I can find this person. Give, give, give. give. I don't want to hear no change. I can see it, Miles, right there. Boudreaux's down. here it is. Look what picture was with this. Oh. It's the picture of me in, in the red suit with the white belt and the white shoes. So Dude, you were bringing the
1: heat, bro. Has it
0: ever been an aspiration of yours to become a televangelist?
1: I'm I'm already. A televangelist. A televangelist. So Come on television and I'm evangelizing. Can we just cross that off the list then? Boom, done. Drop the mic. Bucket list. There you go. Check. Boom. All right, number 4. All right, quattro. Please define prayers of soup plantation. Oh, supplication. supplication. Okay. I, I don't like soup plantation. Do you like soup plantation? My mom really likes it. Um,
0: you know, no. I not, get it's sick not every I time
1: I go there. That maybe because you eat too much? No. The people that, that maybe I, I eat salad, which is a foreign substance, but that's there you go. I think it's people sneezing on the cell. Sal- I think coronavirus started. I would say they probably shut down that because I heard that the
0: buffets in Vegas were shut down. Whew, man. All right. No amount of the only good part of Vegas. No amount of sneeze guard is going to keep you from the
1: there you go coronavirus. Please define prayers of supplication as compared to prayers of petitions. Do we have to distinguish them when we pray?
0: Um, is there a different way of praying them? So this is coming from the verse we talked about last Sunday in Philippians four. Be anxious for nothing. Verse six, but in everything by prayer. And supplication with thanksgiving, <laughs> let your request be made known to God. What? I'm just sorry. I'm looking at the televangelist right now. I'm like,
1: <laughs> it's that low down, mischievous thing called rock and roll. That's what it
0: is. That's not the kind of televangelist I am. Well, that's what Boudreaux. I'm a good. Is. I'm a good Boudreaux. Bible teaching televangelist. That, that would be Boudreaux, though. Oh man, uh, did you ever see that movie, The Apostle? With I um, did. If that's ever a freaky televangelist oh, movie, who was that guy?
1: Uh, that's Duvall, uh, Duvall. Robert Duvall. Ooh.
0: Okay, but he did do a movie. I had to watch that for a class years ago.
1: I didn't even know it was a Christian movie because it was good until kind of somewhere in the end I started to catch on to it. it was called uh, Seven Days in Paradise or something like that.
0: Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one.
1: It's a golf movie.
0: Oh, oh dude, maybe I should. You've
1: got to see that. Is Robert Duvall a golfer? Uh, he's a Christian too, I guess. Is he still alive? Yes. I believe so. I anyway. kind of liked Robert Duvall.
0: Oh, Secondhand Lions. Oh, that's a great movie. I forgot he was oh, in it. Oh, him and did Michael Caine. Did you ever see the long Lonesome Dove, Dove yes. series? That yeah. was pretty good too. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah. I was pretty young when I saw it. I, okay. Yeah. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. So Paul is referring to different kinds of prayer here. The, the word prayer is just a general word uh, used for prayer in this passage. And... Uh, you know, it just speaks of, you know, spending time with the Lord, connecting to God. So that idea of prayer and that passage is just a broad word that means communication with God. But supplication mm-hmm. is asking God for supply. So prayer is that broad word, <laughs> communication with God, but supplication, Lord. My God shall supply day. all my needs. That's, right. that's, that's a, in yeah. this passage. Wow. I could shall, My God shall surprise, that, yeah. supply all of your needs according to his... That's in Philippians 4. Yeah. So uh, when Jesus tells us to pray in Matthew 6 and Luke 11, the Lord's Prayer, it's sometimes referred to as... Remember in the Lord's Prayer, it says, give us this day our daily bread. That is supplication. That's asking God for supply. And then Thanksgiving is also mentioned in this passage. And uh, it's a really important aspect of prayer that we give thanks to God for what he has given to us. And I find that when I am in prayer, and I find myself in a pressing pressing situation where I am anxious, the kind of situation that Paul is referring to here in this passage in Philippians 4, verse 6, when I am anxious and I come to God in prayer, and I'm bringing my requests to God, I'm letting my requests be made known to him, which is supplication, um, as I start to thank him, and remember, like you said a few Mm -hmm. minutes ago, all the things that God has done already, it sets my heart at peace and at ease, realizing, oh, wait a minute. God, you've taken care of me in the past. I think you're going to take care of me in this situation as well. So um, so yeah, there are different kinds of prayer. There is supplication where you're asking God, making a request be made known to God. There's thanksgiving where you're giving thanks to God. There's all kinds of different ways that we teach people to pray. What would you say was a petition? What would be a petition? Yeah. That would be a supplication. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's the same, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Paul's just giving us a very wide view on, hey, all these different forms of prayer, you should spend time in those with the Lord. Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication, all these, that's the Acts model. You remember the Acts model? Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, one of the things that I'm super excited about at Cross Connection, and I'm coming up on my seventh year. Ooh, lucky number seven. Is this is a praying church. Mm -hmm. People pray. And that is super cool, because it helps us to know what's going on, but they're bringing those prayers to the Lord. It shows trust. So prayer is very important. Now, are there times when you pray differently than others? Like there's a different intensity to things?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that I, I, I find that I talk to God quite a bit. Like just throughout the day, talking to the yeah, Lord, just me. having a conversation yeah. with the Lord. And that's kind of that prayer without ceasing. The first Thessalonians chapter 5, pray without ceasing. Um, but I think there are times where you're going through pressing circumstances where it's like, listen, I'm going to set aside some time and just spend some time with the Lord in prayer, specifically interceding for someone else or praying for my own situations and saying, Lord, I need you to work in this situation. I find
1: that one of the things that I'm, when I'm very
0: intense about something,
1: mm-hmm. and a- again, I kind of talk to the Lord all through the day, right, so to speak. And um, But then there's, there's some of those times where you really need an answer and you kind of go up to the mountain, so to speak, to, to try to get that answer and get a lo- get away from the distractions. Uh, one of the things that's always really comforting to me is to um, acknowledge who God is, his greatness, his, him being the creator, the savior, all those names of God and all those facets of God. God has so many facets. That's that kind we, of that adoration. Yeah. And then I think a time of thankfulness is yep. really, really good for God to know that we're, we're thankful for all the things he's done. And I mean, I'm talking about from you know the cross to everything else is a really good time, and then making your
0: petitions known. So, I mean, you're definitely hitting on the the ACTS. Oh, yeah. For those of you that are listening that have never heard of the ACTS model of prayer, that is A, for adoration. Adoration. C, for confession, Confession. which is a form of prayer. You're confessing your sin, your shortcomings, your failures. I sucketh. And yeah, Yeah. you know, confessing your sins to the Lord and asking him for forgiveness. And then you have the T, which is thanksgiving. And then the S in Acts, which is supplication. So, Lord, give us this day, give us our daily bread, this day, our daily bread. Yeah. Right.
1: So, God likes to hear from his kids. And I
0: I think that sometimes we can fall short of the adoration, confession, and thanksgiving and just go straight for the kind of like in and out burger drive through prayer. Lord, I need this, I need this, I need this. Hold the mustard.
1: I've always found in my life, and not that God's punishing me necessarily, but if I'm in a difficult situation, uh-huh. I always look at it and go, "Oh man, somebody's trying to get my attention here. I need to stop, drop, and roll a little bit. <laughs> need to stop and and just hey, let's take a few minutes out here and see what's going on because I don't want to I don't want to mess up, so so to speak. So Lord, you're trying to get my attention. I my ears or my heart, everything is open. So all right, I think we nailed the prayer thing. Good. I'm gonna call it nailed. All right. All right. Um, Number five. hmm, Yes. How can communion be taken from our church while this crisis continues? Since we're not gathering together on a Sunday. I think we're probably going to do mobile communion, right, bro? Yeah.
0: I mean, if if we are not in church on the next time we're supposed to have communion, because here at Cross Connection, we do communion every seventh Sunday. So if we're not here in church, which will be Palm Sunday, uh, a week from this coming Sunday. Yes then how will we partake of communion? I think we might encourage the body to partake of communion at home, breaking bread from house to house. That's Acts chapter 2. I'm down. And so uh, we can say, hey, if you've got some bread and maybe if you've got some grape juice, it might not even be a bad idea to uh, plan the next time you go to the store to buy one of those little small Welch's grape juice. you know. There bottles. you go. And uh, you could even get some matzah. There's some matzah at the, in the kosher section of all the the Vaughns and albertsons and safeways around here especially at major market Mejor. major market has some little kosher section there you I'll go guarantee you could probably even find some kosher grape juice there you go you ever had kosher grape juice yes i have it's pretty good and then uh and some matza dude you
1: could rock the manischewitz what are you talking about i mean bro? here Come we on. just
0: use we just use for our bread what do we use what did you Implement a number of years ago, Mark. Oh, the oyster crackers. Oyster crackers. They're
1: easy to handle. They don't fall up. <laughs> They're salty, sanitary. Little yeah. salty. A little saltiness. So the, get yeah. yourself
0: some oyster crackers. Yeah. Get yourself some grape juice, and uh, we we will lead you in communion at home.
1: If we are not, so in you're church you're, on you're not going to say bust open a bottle of Bordeaux and a uh,
0: you know a fine you Bordeaux know, and to a... heat to each his own. Except if you have a problem with alcohol, then you should stay away from it. Exactly right. But no, I think it's going to be kind of cool. Um, but if you can just have a little sip. And and be done, then we'll say that's okay. But if you got a problem with alcohol, you should stay away from it. Yeah. So I remember being in
1: uh, Mexicali, Mexicali, with thirty five hundred students. I think it was what at an outreach we used to oh, do it in okay. Mexicali every year. We go Is down this and with do like YWAM or something. Uh, Azusa Pacific. Oh APU. And so we would take our junior high and high school kids down there and do uh, ministry in the streets and at you know little soccer fields and stuff. It was awesome. But I we, love
0: that we've got Mexicali and Calexico.
1: Yeah, right they're right, virtually awesome.
0: indistinguishable from one another.
1: Brother sister. Yeah. So, um but anyway, like 3500 kids we did communion uh did out you there use in a uh, dirt tortillas? Field. We used tortillas? Oh, awesome. And Kool-Aid. Okay. Was it was it grape Kool-Aid? It was. I'm a little sketchy about you know Kool Aid and large gatherings. Yeah, I went. I would understand. I went for it. They that was also. They were all looking at me, and and I'm like, were you you wearing dark Ray Bans? (laughs) Yeah, I actually was. Oh, there you go. make it even worse. I I, I wasn't wearing a snuggie. Okay, good. Okay, because if you're a cult leader, you got to wear a snuggie. Really, is that part of the? Uh, It's part part of the the gear. Cult leader gear. Yeah. All Right. Yeah. So
0: anyway, yeah, you can, so you guys get your, get your elements together, man. Yeah. So, so just plan for it. Palm Sunday, which is one week from this coming Sunday, um, which this coming Sunday is the 29th, I believe. So mm-hmm. March 29th. So a week from then we will gather together online or it would be lovely if we can come together for church for Palm Sunday or, or, uh, Easter, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. If not, we will lead you in communion at home and we will announce that this Sunday in the service too. Okay, number 6. Number
1: 6. Do you think this social distancing and closing down the church is the way God would want us, the church to want his church to respond? Shouldn't the church obey God rather than man? Question mark. If we are to not forsake the assembling of ourselves together, shouldn't
0: we be holding church? So that's coming from Hebrews, do not forsake the assembling together of ourselves as is the manner of some so shouldn't we be holding church? Yeah. Now, I know some pastors that probably would be irritated with this question. Oh, okay.
1: But I'm not, and I don't think I'm you are. Irritated. I think this is a really good question. It is a good question. Because it gives us a chance to explain... Why we're doing what we're doing.
0: Exactly. exactly. I've actually received several people who have emailed, texted... Asked this question in the last few days. I think it's a really Maybe good question. Run into some people asking this. Oh question yeah, too. man on the street. I also got an email from another pastor friend of mine who uh, lives up in the Bay Area in Fremont, California, and he said that he a, a man with a tangential relation. I love that word, tangential tangential relationship with his church called me a couple nights ago and basically scolded me for several minutes for Mm. canceling church services. This guy was very upset. How dare you cancel church services? And this happens to be a guy who doesn't show up to church very often anyway. So it's kind of like, yeah. Having a really strong opinion about something you know nothing about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, I'm going to go to a passage that I've I've seen a number of pastors recently bringing up, and I think it's a worthwhile passage of Scripture. Romans 13.1, Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. I don't want to bring God's judgment upon me. Right. So, you know, in this situation, I do not feel that the government is forbidding us from meeting and gathering together. In fact... Pretty much all of the federal guidelines, uh, they, they seem to omit the word church in every single place where they say, uh, we don't think that you should be gathering together. The, the gathering restrictions that are coming. Um, I have not seen anything that speaks against church because there's this thing called the First Amendment. Right. And uh, I think the government realizes they, they do not need lawsuits from churches. And I guarantee you, there would be some churches that would be filing lawsuits against the government if the government said, you are not allowed to gather Um, So they've been very delicate in how they have worded these things, but I think that there's some wisdom in saying that uh, we ought not to gather in this period of time because there there appears to be a very contagious virus, you know, that is taking place in our world, not just our nation, and uh, apparently this virus spreads very easily in social contact with people, so we're social distancing, and when we gather together in church, we have a lot of people gathered in one place, and we'd rather not be the church that shows up on TV as 50 people ended up in the ICU that all got it together at Cross Connection Church. That would be kind of a bummer. Yeah. Or not just got it at a Cross Connection Church, but there's a number of people that died right. as a result of it. That would not be fun.
1: Yeah, and, and I think it's a good question because, um, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, because I've heard other pastors, we had this same tension as far as when you sit down and you pray, like, should we do church this week? Because right. we want to meet. We want right. to. We, we that's this is what we do. Yeah, we're not looking for a reason to not have church. No, <laughs> it kind of so, drives us crazy. Um, and you know, Sunday morning, we were piled in here to to you know for what? I mean, I don't know anything about live streaming or this or that. But I was here to, if people showed up, say, hey, guys, you know, go watch online or whatever and then keep you and Nick kind of where you guys are doing what you're needing to do with the, the webcast. But I think it's a good question because that tension definitely exists with any pastor that was, you know, loves people and, and loves the church and doing church. That, that's a great question. Um, and
0: I think it's worth noting that we're not not doing church. Exactly. We're just doing church online. Exactly. So we're doing so church a different way. We've been gathering online, and we, quite frankly, have had a lot of people there. I mean, if you just look at the amount of people that were on our live.lifeinconnection.com services on Sunday, I think we had about 400 people streaming at one time, which that's not just 400 people. Those are families. You right. Know. I know at my house, my wife was watching with the four kids, put the gram away, closed on Sunday. There you go. You know, having church online. And there's a lot of other people. we were snapping pictures and hashtag lifeinconnection.com or lifeinconnection. And they're all gathered together with us. Uh, having church online. Now, I I, and there's some other things, you know, like um, we
1: have spent a lot of time uh, and effort and some money uh, over the years being a support to uh, people in Escondido. Uh, The fire department, how long have you been a chaplain there? Uh, Over 10 years. Okay. Uh, Pastor Garrett is a chaplain with the police department here in Escondido. Um, There are members of the local government that we have the ability to walk into their office and have a conversation. We want to be seen as part of the solution, not part of the problem, God's church. And um, we have uh, different, you know, people from the government come in and sometimes we'll come to the sanctuary and use the sanctuary uh, to do little get togethers for training and things like that. And we do that with open arms because we want the firefighters and the police officers. We want to be a safe place for those people to come and talk about Jesus, because we do end up ministering to them. And so that's a blessing. We do not want to be part of a problem where we're creating a problem here in our local area um, and giving the church a bad reputation. We, we do not want to do this. And this is for a health thing. We're exercising wisdom. Now, if the government came and said, hey, you guys can't do church because you just can't do church, that would be an entirely different right conversation um miles and i we'd be in prison
0: ministry right now because we do go ahead and do it That's and, just I, what and we're I, I just want to say i do not foresee that happening i know there's some articles no. going on yeah. online about how uh there's a whole bunch of people saying this is the end of the world and the government's going to take over and they're going to kick the church out i don't see that happening but if our government ever does that we will be we will be the on the front door shall you say yes uh we will be and the front page with that, yeah right? yeah
1: yeah. Now another thing to in a wait, legal and lawful way exactly. But another thing to think about here too is if you take one of the largest collections of Christians in the world, it just so happened to be in China. Yeah, they've been doing
0: it underground for a long time. They've been doing
1: it underground forever. So if they right. were to go out and you know get a building and meet,
0: uh, that church would be gone right. quickly. And so they are they're kind of sneaking it. Yeah, just because their government says you can't meet doesn't mean they're not meeting. Right. And so um, church is people, it's not a place, mm-hmm. uh, and God can work. Through the airwaves. Exactly. So. Which is pretty awesome. I, I think it's really great. There have been, you know, I have helped churches for 25 years get their stuff online. Audio, video, do all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Since I was in high school, I've been helping people put their church services and so forth online. And a lot of churches have, shall we say, dragged their feet. What do we say? Drug their feet or dragged to their feet? I think we say dragged their feet. Um, They have dragged their feet as it relates to getting their stuff online. And in the last two weeks. They've all gotten their act together, which is great. And I think it's just an, a great opportunity for outreach. You can reach a lot of people online. And we are going to be sharing with you some specific ways that you can be sharing and promoting our online services so that you can invite some of your friends and family to come to Cross Connection Church online who maybe have not come to church before or in a long time. And I, I think we're going to utilize this as an, an evangelistic way. Use this in an evangelistic way in the coming weeks days and weeks. And it is my prayer that we'll be able to uh, gather together for Easter. Uh, I don't know if that'll happen, but as soon as the government says, hey, we think it's going to be okay, you can guarantee there's going to be a lot of churches opening up very, very fast. So that'd be good. Yeah. Another thing,
1: I'm going to put the smack down on you recreational haphazard Christians. The average churchgoer yeah. in America goes
0: to church how often, Miles? Yeah, two out of three, or I'm sorry, three out of five Sundays is what has been pretty typical in the last ten years. A lot of people have not been going to church so much.
1: Right. So I think not being able to come to church
0: might be making people want to come to church.
1: It, it's going to be like a, it's going to be like. Being and what has of,
0: been what has become the number one reason that a lot of people have been not going to church as much? One of the great gods. The god of athletica. Yeah. Children's sports, which all yes. got
1: shut down. Yeah. Amazing. Coronavirus. So. You're going to have to hang out with your kids, play ball in the front yard, and come to church come inside
0: to church. Your, your living room. As soon as we can, we'll do so at the church building. Now,
1: I think some people are going to be like, it's like being out of toilet paper. You're, you're going to make sure you have some. Uh huh. I think a lot of people are going to be coming back to church in a big way. Back, back to when to things are taken away and you can't have it in that way. That's going to happen. And I'll tell you one more cool thing that's happened. Like Pastor Garrett, um, he has been having a very small group of people over to his house to do church service. Under the 10 limit. Under the 10 limit. But of those there, there's uh, six or eight of them that are not churchgoers. Right. And inviting people to come. And he's been inviting them. And like, I'll ask, even the person that asked the question, when's the last time you had six people come over to your place or brought them to church uh, that were not churchgoers? So this is a great opportunity. Great opportunity. Yeah, let's not miss this. Yep. All right, cool. Great question, though. I really appreciate that question. It's a good good question. Okay, um, seven, you quoted James 4, 13 through 15. In the message, it says, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live. And he's putting in quotes. What, if it is God's will that people get the coronavirus and die,
0: should we intervene? Oh, okay. Mm. Wow, that's a heavy question. So um, I think that this would be erring a little too far on the sovereignty of God side on things. And uh, I try to maintain a a happy medium on that one. Um, So then why would Jesus have healed people when he was on earth? If it's just kind of like, well, you know, this person's sick, I guess it is their lot in life, they're going to die. Yeah, I think that Jesus intervened and he healed people. And so he's given us smart minds to be able to deal with things medically and to be able to make ventilators and make medicine and be able to work on vaccines and all those sorts of things and i think we ought to do that this if i if i carry this logic out then it would say you know i guess all those people in developing nations where they don't have good supplies of water we should just let them die it's like yeah i don't i don't think that's a good plan
1: why brush your teeth they're all going to fall out anyway yeah yeah there you go
0: there you go yeah so, no um yeah i don't think that that's yeah we should intervene we should yeah. do our best to ease suffering because That I think is what God would do because he is wholly pro life. Yes. And I will say, in places like uh, Africa,
1: uh, God's church is a light and a witness to so many people because of what they do for their physical needs as far as health care. And so, uh, man, I'd be discounting all that, right?
0: Now, on the flip side of this, I I will say that, you know, when you have someone who, uh, because this this does come up and this is in the whole question of, uh, medical ethics what do you do when you have a person who's on life support and we can we can keep them on life support like virtually indefinitely or should we unplug them and let them them die well there are those times where people have to make those really tough decisions my wife is involved in a lot of those tough decisions being in the icu and it's pretty challenging thing for people to have to do and there are times where you know the family says okay we think that the right thing to do in this is to let grandma or grandpa let them go and go be with the lord i'm sorry i'm smiling
1: what? I, I'm, I, You know how many people's wills
0: I was the plug puller on? Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? There's going to be a lot of people lining up to be a part of that when you're on life support. You think so? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I didn't put them in my will. Okay. Here's, here's, here's a, no. I'll be there. No. Okay, good. I'm, you're there <laughs> for me, bro. Thank you. Uh, no. Jesus, kick me through the goalpost of life. I, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I don't want to be life supported. But anyway. Uh,
0: do you have a DNR? I do. Do not resist. Yeah. It. Yeah. So, um... In fact, you tattoo it across? Your I, chest? I, I
1: was going to have it tattooed across <laughs> my chest. I don't
0: want them giving me the paddles. Let me go. As soon as they start to plug you into the, the AED in there, uh, I'm going to be like, no no, 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 no. Hey, let's just wait. Let's just wait another 30 seconds. Let's, let's pray for a minute. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's wait. A, no, don't one of those the nice two
1: minute Pentecostal prayers. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's kind of funny. This is, uh, you know, your reputation, but my I, reputation? No, 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 no. Like a person's reputation. Oh, so okay. I was the plug puller on three different um what do they call them the package for the um oh gosh uh it's not just a will it's the um oh gosh a trust yeah living trust or whatever oh, i yeah. was in the in the in the dnr i was the guy who would make the decision for people oh so you're they, they left me as the... The, they call me the plug puller no yeah that's and, not what it's but, called but okay yeah, well not they called me
0: the plug puller yeah uh but then what is that it's not power of attorney what is it it's no, um, no
1: uh, that's just the executor remember. or the executor yeah the but I, but then i was also in people's um uh what's that thing called again living uh, trust living trust i had gosh um to take over their kids people must really trust you they they you no three different people like we're going to take they they my wife and i were going to take their kids if they you know bit the big one so to speak and but there i was also there her. to to pull the to pull the plug so i don't know it was kind of funny so yeah, uh, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, none of them were leaving me anything. I mean, really, come on. I read, I read ahead. Yeah. There you go. All right. So um, yeah, I like it. Okay. Number eight, what if I am praying and focusing on things that promote peace and I am still anxious?
0: What should I do? Well, this goes back to what we were talking about previously. I would, I would take a step back and consider what are the other things that you are focusing on? Because it's like, yeah, maybe, maybe for 15, 20 minutes of the day, you spend some time focusing on the Lord and praying and thinking on those things that are good and lovely and pure. But then for the other 23 hours and 45 minutes of the day, you've been spending all of your time reading the news on Fox or MSNBC or, you know, listening to talk radio or whatever it may be. And, you, you might want to take a step back and think about what are the things that I'm feeding into my heart and mind marinating in, as mm-hmm. you said earlier, yeah. Mark. You know, maybe you're spending way too much time reading through the the news feed on Facebook, looking at everybody's walls on Facebook instead of, instead of spending time just at peace with the Lord. Another practical thing to do that, that people, um, uh,
1: the uh, marriage family therapist will tell people to do is to take all those worries, those anxious things, and write them down. Yeah. on paper. Yeah, that's true. And after you've written them down on paper, uh, pray over it and wad it up and throw it away or light it on fire. Uh, the other thing to do is you write those things down and then kind of be an attorney, so to speak. Go make an argument for why those things aren't true.
0: Yeah, and that's... And that's, write, write in, that argument down. In one sense, that is taking those thoughts
1: captive. Exactly. You're, you're grabbing a hold of them. So that's not... Uh, I don't think that's mysticism or anything weird. That is just exercising
0: wisdom. And I, I would encourage you to also um, maybe take out Spotify or Apple Music or whatever music thing that you subscribe to, Pandora. Turn on some worship music and spend some time in worship. That would yeah. be a helpful thing. I get your mind on something else. If you're a,
1: you know, a crafty person, do some crafty stuff. Um, I, I'm i not really a big worrier, but if I need to like clear my head a little bit, sometimes going out and just building something – Welding in the garage, working tri tip. Smoking a tri tip. Um yeah. or you know what's really cool? Doing something for somebody else. Absolutely. There you go. That'll take your mind off your belly button. So good question. That's what well, you should
0: there do. You have it. Groovy. Any um parting words on this week's episode fifty seven?
1: I think you'd make a great televangelist month. Me?
0: Yeah, I'm already a televangelist. I just, I think we promote I'm you. Co- I'm not quite as big as Joel Osteen, but I'm, you know, I'm a televangelist. Is Joel
1: Osteen a big guy?
0: No, and I don't mean like large. Oh, I mean okay, like all right. As big in his reach. Oh, okay. Well, and I mean, I wonder what they've been doing. Did they shut down the uh, the big arena? They they're going to have know. to. They got to I mean, do some social distancing. I mean, you could you could spread everybody out in their arena, give them six feet of radius, and it would
1: still be the size and of they, like. <laughs>
0: A hundred cross yeah. connections. Exactly. Yeah. They'd still be able to pack them wow. up.
1: Wow. I just want to know, how does that dude get his teeth so white? They make those little crest strips.
0: You just need some of those. I mean, I brush my teeth, but yeah. yeah. You, ever, you ever worn those little crest strips? No. They make your teeth very sensitive. Oh, I don't want I, yeah, I'm not kinda, a
1: sensitive kind of guy.
0: No, I mean, they start to hurt. Yeah, you, yeah I don't want to be use so, them too I, much. I don't so want to use them too much. I can break down things. Oh, man. Not so good. All right. Well, um, questions, podcast faithful listeners. Make sure you share the questions podcast with others and text us in your questions at 760-814-1223 and tune in on Sunday morning at 9 a.m., 1045 a.m. or 1230 p.m. at live.lifeandconnection.com. Glorious. Glorious. And have a wonderful time social distancing. Spend some time with your family. Play a board game. Do you have that Bible trivia game? Do you remember that game? We we do Encore, which
1: is a singing game. Encore. Yeah, you have to finish, like a word comes up and you have to sing a song with that word in there. Ah. And sometimes it gets to the cartoon thing where you have to sing a cartoon song and then they ha- somebody else has to. So you just keep going back and forth till you run out of you know knowledge. Hmm. We, we've been doing puzzles. My mom does puzzles. Like the big 500-piece puzzles? Yeah, or 1,000-piece yeah. 1,000 1,000 puzzles. Piece puzzle. I don't
0: know if we have any puzzles. Puzzles oh. are great. I'll have to look. Yeah. All right, well parting words Mark? Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Pray That's every day. A great idea. Goodbye.